Yeah, pour me a little bit too, if you would. We'll let it sit here for a second too. Sure. You can pour me a little more than that. Because this will be the last one I have tonight. That's good. Uh, also annoying is probably this top. I don't know that I like that. Yeah, they're it's all, just so a, weird. It's so short. It's just a, yeah, it's a weird pour. And the way it comes out. Yeah. I think it's because it's so short. That's what she said. I think it. that's all it does. Oh, I guess it does push down further. I didn't push mine down all the way that I have. Oh, well. Yeah. I also wanted to do that Traverse City whiskey, but we'll do that because that's a Michigan bourbon. Yeah. Um, I, but we don't have to do it today. I was just saying. Sure. I'd like to do it at some point. Uh, are we doing, uh, are we doing softball? Yeah, we're going to do softball. You have to keep an eye out for it. It should be signing up here shortly, I would think. Really? Really? I want to ask Kendall if he's doing it. He better. Little fucker. Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. Today we finish off our three-part series reviewing bourbon enthusiast club picks, and we'll be focusing in on Wilderness Trail. This is a four-year, five-month-old straight bourbon whiskey that is a single-barrel club pick from the Bourbon Enthusiast. So kick back, pour yourself a nice whiskey, and enjoy. So did I tell you when I was doing the, um, <laughs> when I was doing, they did this random.org, random.org, look over here Yeah. Uh, to tell you who got the smoke wagon bottle Yeah. and I wasn't on the list. They had 32 picks. I was number 33, but if you look through here, someone, I don't know whose it was, someone's name's on here twice. Uh, and so someone picked it out and they're like, oh, do I get two bottles? And they're like, oh no, no, sorry. You don't get two bottles. That's a mess up. Dude, you pool is number 33. <laughs> I was like, yes. yes. So I got the, I was really wanting this one just because of the story behind it. Even if it wasn't super What's good. What's the story? That karma story. The guy, oh, that's okay, the one yeah. where they stole the bottle. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of interesting to me anyway. Um, I thought that was a, a really neat story. So to me, that was kind of uh, a reason to buy it. Sure. That's all. Um, so. What is that door doing there? That's the uh, circuit breaker. Oh, okay. I was so confused for a second. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's the circuit breaker. I, I was like, I thought that was uh, a dartboard for a second. No, but that could be a, a dartboard. You know what for I sure. want to put in the basement? It's a shuffleboard table. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of neat, actually. Or ski ball. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. It just, you need one game, one big game, TV, bourbon, a table, and you're set. Listen, man, I've got uh, bourbon and I've got a big TV. That's all your I care porno? about. Porn? Well, yeah, you you put your porn on the big screen and it feels like you're in the action. <laughs> you can really see the zits and the pimples on the... <laughs> so, all right. Um, so, welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. I am Dude Pool and I am joined by... Tyler. I, I don't know what it is about you trying to sound sexy. <laughs> Just say your damn name, man. Tyler. <laughs> and uh, we are The Bourbon Hunters. We are... Uh, doing another review today. Today we will be doing a third in a row 
review of a bourbon enthusiast pick, and uh, it is Wilderness Trail. It is the family reserve. It is a cask strength bottle, and uh, it is a sweet mash. It is a bourbon whiskey, so it's fifty-eight uh, percent alcohol, one hundred sixteen per or one hundred sixteen proof. It's barrel number one five e three one seven. And uh, its age is four years, five months, and it is a number four char. So Ooh, that's pretty high. Yeah, that's it higher. is. It is. Usually there are three in the barrels. Well, two or three. Uh, yeah. You see a lot of. So um, four is definitely higher. So I think we that's the expect. highest char, right? Isn't four the highest? Uh, yeah. Um, and then four it, years, five months. It even mentions the, the yeast strain and uh, which rickhouse it was stored in. Uh, but this is bottle 138 out of 228. Very cool. Um, so Wilderness Trail, it says non-chill filtered, which is uh, which is nice. Um, so this is the uh, rye bourbon. This is uh, basically let's uh, let's take a nose on it real quick, and then we'll I talk did. about it a little bit I'm more. Trying to air it out. It definitely has a stronger nose. Yeah. I'm definitely getting. Some spice on the nose. Probably from going from a wheat to a rye here. That's probably why. It's just food stuck in your beard. It could be food stuck in my beard. It could be. <laughs> Are you getting honey maybe? Yes. I feel like I'm getting some honey. Something citrusy too, but I'm not sure what it is. Definitely uh, taste the proof in that for sure. But it's not. A, it's not. It's like not a, overpowering. Yeah. It's a. It's actually a nice little finish. Um. But yeah, I, I, and it's hitting me, and I can feel it going all the way down my yeah. uh, my esophagus. But first drink, I feel like I got. Uh, I, I definitely taste the spice that I smelled, or that I got on the nose. Sorry, for being uh, stupid. <laughs> um. But yeah, the finish. I'd say it. It's a warm finish. Maybe. I don't know, maybe some cinnamon, something warm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so this, what it says when they picked the barrel, their tasting notes were um, caramel on the nose, mild spice, rye spice, it says pleasant oak, honey and orange peel. Um, I did get a little citrusy. I wouldn't say that I necessarily call it orange, but it might be. I'd have to, I'd have to smell it again. Um, But I definitely smelled spice and, and uh, honey for sure. Um, so this says, uh, the, the taste is light spice up front, which I did taste some spiciness to it. Um, uh, quickly transitions to dominant notes of dark honey and caramel. Um, I don't know. I felt like I got cinnamon. I didn't feel like I got caramel, caramel, however you say it. You'll caramel. Hear. Yeah. I, I say it both ways, which is funny depending on how I'm talking at the or time. Or what you're eating. I'll say caramel and also car- I'll say caramel. Um, but this says it's the finish has cinnamon, peppery I'm spice, and a tangy vanilla. But I don't get vanilla on the finish at all. Um, so that's that's not something I'm picking up. Uh, it does say here that they got it as a well balanced, um, you know, flavor. I would I would agree with that. It, there's nothing that jumps out at you or overpowers it in any one direction. I don't think the 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 nose, the taste, and the finish are all in line with each other. I think from start so, to finish. To me. My very unprofessional <laughs> opinion. 
I think there's also a little bit too much going on there. Like I'm at what do like you a, mean? What do you I'm mean? at a two point six with this. Do you? You think yeah. so? Just just because there's to me this one doesn't have anything unique to it. Yeah, I mean it does taste like a lot of other bourbons, but I don't think it is a bad taste of a lot of other bourbons. I, I I'm enjoying it. I don't I think wouldn't, it's bad. I, I wouldn't think of so far of the of the bourbon enthusiast picks we've we've tasted and that we have sampled or, or reviewed. This is definitely my lowest. The smoke wagon and the old elk are higher in my opinion. Um, this is probably a three point five or a three point you know something like that between three and three five. I'd say for me. I could drink this. This doesn't bother me. And I like what Wilderness Trail is doing. I have an, another uh, Wilderness Trail bottled and bond. One? It's a bottled and bond. Yeah. And it's also a rye. I wonder based. how that would taste with the proof down on it. Um, I like it. Um, Do you have it on you? Yeah. It's, can we, can we, it's right can here. we put, it, put it to the taste? Yeah, if you want you to wanna finish. You wanna, you wanna, I don't know if I want to finish all that. Pour it into mine. And I'll give you, a, and then get, get a little water, rinse out, and I'll give you some of this one and you can compare it. Um, but yeah, so this is the regular Wilderness Trail, single barrel, bottled and bond. So it's also a single barrel, still sweet mash, bottled and bond. Um, and uh, it's got a numbering of bottles as well. It's 139 of 220. And um, Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So now this one's been open for a little bit, so you sure. might get a little more oxidation and you might get a little bit of a that's different it, uh, you know, flavor out of this, but... What are you uh what are you getting on it? Anything special on the nose? Not yet. Seem the same or is Oh it? much much more um much more light. Yeah. Much more fruity. I mean a little So that's like almost parry to me. Oh yeah. I, I agree. Definitely a little more fruit. Yeah, I would agree with that completely. That smells that on the nose. I like that smell uh, that, better. That smells very orchard, like an orchard. Yeah, I like that. Good word. Good word, man. Gosh, someone's been opening their thesaurus this week. So while you're tasting that, we're going to uh, talk about Michigan State football. So that, that's so much more unique. Yeah, we're you like try that? that now. All right, all right, all right. It is more unique. The the uh, on the back of the tongue, I taste a little bit more of the spice, and I don't know what it is, but I do taste a little bit Try more another. of the spice. I want to taste this one again. They're very similar. This I, one just has a stronger overall flavor profile. From start to finish, from the nose to the on the tongue to the the finish, the it hits you all the way down. The the cask strength, and I, I mean that's what it should do, right? Sure. You add a little water to it, I'm sure it probably opens up oh, and yeah. tastes a little bit more like the uh, bottled and bond. Um, the bottled and bond, though, you're right. It does have a little bit more of an orchard type smell to it um, on the nose. I would agree with that. It's after having the cask strength, it doesn't taste as. Um, complex sure but it's not a bad flavor either i like it i like both of them to be honest but right now i, I think you're probably leaning towards the bottle and bond right oh yeah for sure 
I, uh, I'm, I'm going to probably wait a minute, add a little bit of more uh, water to the cask strength, and um, see what I think of it. But I think they're very, very similar. Um, I do agree, though, that I get a, a better nose on the bottle and bond. Um, I don't dislike this this uh, barrel pick from oh, Bourbon awesome. Enthusiast. I, I don't dislike sure. it at all. It's just, it's just the fact that it's it's not my favorite. But yeah, of the, the three we've done bond, from them, it's my yeah. least favorite, but it's still good. The bottle and bond I drink all day. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So let's talk about Michigan State, man. Uh, what do you, you're uh, a, so if you haven't paid attention, or if you we've talked about it on our trip to the Bourbon Trail, yeah. we talked a lot of football. Tyler is a big Michigan State fan. He grew up in Michigan, and uh, his brothers are Ohio State fans. Yes, and the rest of the family, the entire rest of the family is Ohio State fans. And you're a Michigan State fan. Yeah, both my parents went to Ohio State. And you talked about how that ended up happening. When we were on our trip to the the Bourbon Trail, you talked about how they just got sick of the losing and stuff like that, so they became Ohio State fans. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, I don't blame them. But uh, so, D'Antonio just announced uh, that he's going to retire. Yeah. And you didn't like the way he did that, right? Because he well, did it on Twitter before he talked for, to his... I think for a number of reasons, which are you know valid personally to him, like he's just tired. You yeah. can just see it in him. Like he's well, just he, so he have a heart tired. Attack at the, yeah, he had health a few years ago. He had health issues, but um, dealing with a lot of the allegations in 2016, like I, f- I firmly believe that you know D'Antonio is a fantastic person. He handles every situation with the utmost. Uh, he moral. reminds me of the football version of the basketball coach. What's Tom his name? Izzo. Yeah, Izzo. Yeah, I, I swear uh, they're almost like cut from the same mold. Sure. So he he dealt with a lot of bullshit around then. Um, so what were the allegations? Just so well, people who don't know, there was a number of there was a number of things. There was a, a player that was. Um, I don't know some of the allegations on him, but he, he, they went through a lot of a lot of things with the football program that wore on him. And ESPN had some some um, you know very slanted articles, in my opinion, written on him over time. And Tom Izzo, the whole university, which you know, just a lot of it wasn't really them reporting news, just reporting certain angles on it and how it looks bad even though it didn't but anyway um so he just looked tired and i think that maybe in his mind the decision was a planned out one but also came came up you know abruptly and he announced on twitter and i'm not positive it it came out before he told his players but you know um, it kind of seemed yeah. that way, right? You know, it was the day before signing day, even though they had already signed everyone but two or three people. Yeah. So there was only two or three that signed after, and they still signed. One is waiting out, and I think if Fickle is hired, he'll he'll definitely commit. So Luke Fickle uh, is uh, the coach at Cincinnati, former yeah. Ohio State head coach for a year when... Um, when uh, what's in, his in name? the left? transition between um, Trestle and... Trestle, yeah, and in between Meyer. Trestle and Meyer. Yep. Um, so according to the Detroit news, they've got, uh, a guy named Blackwell, uh, his lawyers are saying that, uh, D'Antonio orchestrated employment for the parents of two Michigan state university football players with mega donor, Bob Scandalaris. 
Uh, scandal when your name is scandal. That can't be good. <laughs> scandal Harris, um, whose name is on the football uh, yeah. facility. So, you know, the part of the facility is named after him, uh, uh, the facility itself, I should say. Um, and then it also says that D'Antonio had Blackwell accompany him on a Metro Detroit home visit of an unnamed five-star recruit when Blackwell, in his role as director of college advancement and performance, wasn't authorized to conduct off-campus visits. So these are allegations from a guy named Blackwell. And th- this is Who's just super salty. He's got a lawsuit against Dan. Right. And that's it's a 18 year or 18 month old lawsuit at this point, it sounds like. But yeah, the uh, these are all allegations at this point. Um, so he's got a lawsuit open and he's making these allegations. So um, now D'Antonio has come out publicly and said that this is just a sham. It's not a real, you know, nothing happened according to him. Um, I mean, not that they usually say it did, but, uh, but, you know, based on what you've seen from his career, I mean, not that Michigan state's usually under the microscope from a basketball or a football perspective, but at the same time, I feel like in this day and age, you can't get away with anything. If something oh, happens, yeah. you're, you're getting called on it. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, the first you're hearing from it is the guy that got let go from the... No, he just didn't have his contract renewed. Or didn't have his contract. Well, that's being yeah. let go. I mean, sure. technically. But I. But he wasn't fired. And that's a big part oh, of it. Oh, it's a huge he, difference. Because that's a huge he difference, thinks but... he's, he's owed a certain amount of money, and it's you not at all. You know, your contract just wasn't renewed. Right. When your contract's over, your contract's over yeah. unless it's renewed. Exactly. Um. So, yeah. I mean, listen, you see it a lot. Um. You see people making allegations when things aren't going their way and they know that social media is a way to let that become viral. Um, and everyone wants to jump on or up against, you know, big, big coaches nowadays, you know, they're 15 minutes of fame and it's always lately anyway, in my opinion, it's a guilty until proven innocent as opposed to innocent until proven guilty. And so who knows? I would love for D'Antonio to, uh, um, not have done any of this stuff. I mean, I, I hate to see that kind of yeah. stuff, especially in college football when everyone's talking about, uh, you know, how it's not, uh, you know, good because of everyone's, you know, basically taking advantage of these athletes and stuff like that, which I completely disagree with. Um, they're getting a free <laughs> education, which is invaluable. You cannot yeah. take that away from them at the well, end of the day. You know, on a side note on that conversation. And they're getting tons and tons of swag. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's crazy. Well, I mean, they like, I mean, the access to tutors, nutrition stuff, training tables. Right. Um, you show me anyone else who goes to, who's not an, like, who's not a student athlete that gets that type of stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. And not sure, to mention, sure. I will say that maybe it depends on the athlete. It really just depends on it the does, athlete because they can so, take advantage you know, of it or like they Joe can Burrow, really use it. Joe Burrow is, is, is probably, you know, a great example is, of someone who was, a, maybe he's worth, millions but he's getting x amount but over overall but he's going to see that millions. in college athletics That's the thing. he's going to see those it's millions gonna, yeah and and he, they're giving him a platform to do it right and here's the other thing in my opinion is the money that those big programs bring in pay for every other sport none of the every, other sports yeah. like at ohio state i believe and, and i'm going off a of memory here so i could be wrong but if I'm wrong, it's only by maybe one sport or two. Only basketball and football make money at that at that university. I would venture to say maybe some other ones. Uh, but which ones? Baseball. Baseball I, might I mean, be one. You go hockey. to a baseball game. There's not very many people. Yeah, there. hockey might. 
hockey maybe, but again, it's yeah. not a huge program. They've sure. had success as of late. But I'm telling you right wrestling, now. Wrestling's one that. Man, uh, have you ever been to a wrestling match I, I'm there? I'm telling you, it's not expensive to go to it. Um, it, it, you're right, but I'm, I've am i read an article and I'm fairly certain that it's just well, those yeah. two sports. Yeah. Now, those may break even. Sure. But breaking even and, and funding the rest of the athletics department yeah. at a university that has, yeah. you know, tons of, of uh, scholarships well, well, and tons of athletes and tons of people, you know, uh, you know, doing things for the university and, and being able to uh, um, and, and, and here's the other fund thing. the university's like, I, athletics. I get That's that, huge. you know, like maybe as a baseball player, you're not getting everything covered. You, maybe you're getting 40% or whatever. But I I don't think that they stop and realize like, you know, as a as a, someone in your 20s or 30s, what a, you know, four or five, six hundred dollar a month um, student student loan repayment. Oh, is. for sure. I mean, like, do you, Listen, do you know how much money that is to be able to sit there? And by and, the time you pay it off, you're you're paying off probably another at least fifty percent of it. Oh yeah, and, on and, top of the hundred percent you're interest, paying off, yeah. you know, in interest yeah. you're paying at least fifty percent. So I, I, I don't. I think they selfishly take that part for for Listen, granted. Listen, I'm not saying the university doesn't make millions of dollars. I, I yeah. understand that those stadiums are not built on debt. I get yeah. it. You know, those programs and those facilities are not built on but debt. And many and many universities a lot of funding comes from the the university in ways too. Like it could be part of the oh, I don't know if they're endowment a lot of Well, that, a lot of a lot of the money that they're giving towards you, the sports are are spe- specified to go toward the sport. Yeah. But again, you've got a sport like Ohio State who is, you know, their football and their basketball are paying for tons of other sports to be able to, you know, compete and have scholarships given to a whole bunch of other athletes that wouldn't normally be able to get them. Yep. And it's funding women's sports. It's funding other men's, you know, what you would call, and I'm putting up air quotes, minor sports like soccer and other things like that, that don't, that don't pay for themselves. Yep. So, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't because, you know, the other thing, even when you have a, an athlete who doesn't go pro, you've got people like here in Hilliard, Ohio, you've got D Miller, who is sure. a uh, state farm representative. And, and I'm guarantee you that part of his, you know, business is built on the fact that he's a former Ohio state player. Oh, you know, you know what, this is, this is one thing that I will say so strongly about OSU. You know, if I was a recruit and it, it helps, because of the community of Columbus, but oh, yeah. if you're a football player and you stay local, you're, you're it, set it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. Like I have a a friend of mine, you know, or not a friend. Well, yeah, a friend of mine growing up. She uh, she married a, a walk on football player at OSU, um, and I think he's got some good jobs now. I, who's to say that he didn't get those on his own or whatever? But you know, being a former osu football player and regardless of the capacity that's like a shoe into a job it is you're a football player football player you're going to find someone somewhere who's a huge fan of ohio state that's going to help you out no one no one at michigan state is 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 getting great jobs in lansing Lansing, exactly you may not get great jobs but i guarantee if you stay there and you become an insurance agent someone's going to choose your insurance because you're a former that's what i'm talking about like your name stronger in columbus and you can probably still do advertisements for their local uh car dealerships and stuff like that this is the um the, f- the flip side of the argument to benefiting off of your likeness. Um, 
and I get that and I'm a little bit more for that. But in the flip side, you're going to create more parity in larger universities. So if, if you get paid off of your likeness, likeness. likeness you're going to stop choosing places like that you don't know, have State, prime time games all the time. Yeah. And you're going to automatically, no matter what, you're going to USC, yes. you're going to go to Alabama, you're going to go to LSU, you're going to go to the SEC schools that get tons yes. of, uh, tons of, uh, that have their own oh. networks. Oh, yeah. Think about big think 10 schools about, that have their own think networks. About being boosters and you're getting paid for your likeness. Right. This company that was, uh, let's say you're at Alabama. It's going to be uh, so hard to, to let's monitor. Say, let's say you're at Alabama and you have this Alabama grad that owns this multi million dollar company and he's like oh you know come do this come do this commercial with me i'll give you uh, a million dollars i'll give you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do this commercial when really it's a ten thousand dollar thing spot yeah right exactly yeah. and it, but, but so, that's what i'm saying it's gonna be so, it would be so hard to monitor but yeah. then not only that it's going to create such um then 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 all you disparity exactly. between the different schools so you're gonna you have gotta, these huge you're gonna have the the rich that just keep getting richer and richer and it's not like ohio state struggles year to year yeah. they're, they're good every year but a lot of that's tradition a lot of that is you know their their history same with sure. you know michigan alabama gonna, all those places you're gonna get these smaller schools where the parity becomes even larger and parity parity's is when they're all yeah the same. sorry sorry the opposite um, parity yeah um, there'll be less parity within the teams because the talent will be even spread thinner. Right, because they'll all go yeah. and stockpile and at then, a certain And then place. all of a sudden, like you got teams like Rutgers that are like, we can't, we can't afford football, and, and, and then anything. they'll shut it down, or they'll they'll yeah. say we can't afford the smaller sports. So right, so they then, might keep football, but they'll yeah. get rid of their soccer. So and their it's so short short sighted to be like, okay, I agree. Like the uh, I agree. I think it's like the UCLA um, girl that was complaining about not getting money based off of her like perfect 10 out of 10 score. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like if you didn't have like what they're demanding, like would not exist if we didn't kind of have the structure that we have right now, like they wouldn't even be a sport. I know gymnastics at UCLA would not be a sport. She wouldn't have that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably have gymnastics because, you know, it's a huge sport. It's televised, especially for like the Olympics and different things like that. There would be other avenues maybe to, to pursue gymnastics. Yeah. But at the same time, it wouldn't be through UCLA. Oh, and it, yeah. You wouldn't be getting an education out yeah. of it. And that's the thing I think a lot of people miss is that... that education is invaluable. If you don't... If you choose to go to your scholarship and not take advantage of the education that you're being given for free then that's on you yeah. because you are being given. And, and my, one of my favorite quotes is education is something that no one can take away from you. So you're getting an education for free. You can choose whatever it is that you want to do. And that's something that stays with you the rest of your life. No matter what you lose, if you go bankrupt, if you make some bad investing decisions, your education stays with you the rest of your life. That's something no one can take away from you. And I, it, it irritates me that no one talks about the value they're getting from their education. Yeah. Because that is invaluable. Not to mention... It's, it's like, it's like to, to some, it's literally a piece of paper, whereas, truthfully, it's knowledge. They gave you knowledge. Right. You know? A structured way to to learn and enhance your knowledge. Well, not only that, you look at some of these big schools right now, like Ohio State, where they get all the swag and they get trips. Like I know it's not it's a trip for football and and uh, you know away games and stuff, but then they yeah. get to go to their you know their um, 
bowl games and different things like oh, that where they get swag bags and stuff like that. But my and point you're like, is, you're like, would some of these kids even leave their city? <laughs> right, but they did a they did a thing that basically broke down the amount of money they're technically getting and making for being on a team, and it was like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, so when you think about that, that's not even counting the tuition they're getting for free, which yeah. is, in some schools is upwards of twenty to twenty five thousand a year. Yeah. So if you're a four or five year player, that's one hundred twenty five thousand plus the hundred thousand that you're getting as a player. So in a four or five year span, you're making two hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I just did that in my head, and that's over. I mean, honestly, divide that by five years. Do that. In your that's head. almost fifty thousand dollars a year. Without a college degree. Yes. Just because you're playing a game. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. And they're complaining you're about that. You're playing a game. Right. It's, it's pure entertainment. You're right. not doing and anything for the society. And I get that society. the university is making millions off of you, but they're also paying for a lot of other like, athletes I, and a lot of other like, sports. I, I seriously want to stop and be like, you're a college swimmer. <laughs> like, what are you, what are we talking about well, here? Let's, the college swimming is probably not making the same money. No, but. But at the same time, I completely those, agree with when, you trust me so being being friends with a lot of athletes at eastern you see those facebook posts all the time how does uh and i'm like how does uh kendall feel about it does he think they should be paid i'm sure to, to some degree but but does gotta, he not feel like he's been paid um i don't know that i've ever i've ever had the conversation with him but the the thing to me is like with some of these sports i'm like you're at East, you're at a, a max school, a small max school, and you played a small sport that didn't bring in any money. Um, and not that the football really brings in any money. But they'll either. play away but, games yeah. sometimes and bring in some money. Exactly. Like that, you bring in yeah. half half a million dollars from Florida or something like right. that. Um, and that's what they get for playing those games. Right. So you don't have football. You don't have that chance to bring in a half a million dollars back. Right. You don't have you To don't the university have then go yeah. fund to these other programs. Yeah. And it's not a high, it's not a high academic school. So you're not, it's not like these students are sitting there saying, well, you know, it's pulling away from all this money that we bring in for research or blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Right. It's not. No. So uh, I know we got on a tangent there. This was supposed to be a 15 minute episode. Uh, We stretched it out to about a half hour. So um, we are going to wrap it up here again. We did the wilderness trail, uh, family reserve, single barrel, cask strength sweet mash that's a mouthful say that four times fast uh, 116 proof 58 percent alcohol and it was a barrel pick from the bourbon enthusiast i think you gave it uh what a three point something 3.2 for that one yeah no, or no that was 4.2 2, last 2. time 2.6 i gave it like a three three in between three and 3.5 um so i liked it i think we both liked it it's just not uh it doesn't compare to the other bourbon enthusiast picks that we have uh, tasted. Yeah. So, um, but it, it is good and it is wilderness trail. So you're getting a little bit of quality there. I think that, uh, you don't get in some of the other bourbons anyway. So, um, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Don't forget. I, we are sponsored by unicorn nation apparel. Uh, they provide magical apparel for magical people. So check them out. They are www.unicornnationapparel.com. They do a lot of custom stuff. So send them an email. Uh, they also have some uh, stock items that they have for sale on a daily basis. So check out their website and check out their store. Thanks and have a great night, guys. Thank you for joining in to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. Please join us next week as we discuss Traverse City and we have a special guest. 
Kendall Lewis, a former Eastern Michigan University baseball player on scholarship, will be joining us on the show to discuss a little bit of the topics we talked about today on paying athletes. Also, be sure to check out our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. And also, feel free to give us a review anywhere that you listen to our podcast. Thanks again, and have a great week. Thank you.